Welcome back to Enlighten Up for episode 54, Elite Agendas, Media Manipulation, and Manufactured Consent. Well, everyone, today's topic is actually one of Michael's ideas. He thought it would be really cool if we were to explore movies and TV programs that we think might have some heavy programming in them, uh, whether it's to alter our ideas and beliefs or perhaps to disclose information to us, preparing us so that we aren't completely shocked when this information does come out publicly. Uh, So we're going to talk about the elite agenda and why that agenda is in place and what the agenda is for. Why do they believe that they even need this agenda? We're going to go into all that right in the beginning. So why don't we just jump right into the episode and find out what we all had to say. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Enlighten Up for another episode. I am here with Michael, Lisa and Brian, and today we're going to give you some insight into why the media likes to put out certain movies and TV shows. Uh, We're going to talk about the possible reasons uh, that these movies are coming out, uh, the information that's being given to us. And we're going to talk a bit about manufactured consent and how movies and TV programs are used to manufacture our consent without us actually being that aware of it. And uh, considering this was actually Michael's topic, uh, he really was interested in doing this. Uh, Michael, why why were you so uh, well, interested in this well, topic? Well, I mean, now I'm like when you said manufactured consent, I have no idea what you're talking about. So I'm interested in that because it sounds very creepy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so but what was your original? Because uh... whenever you say I need your consent, it's like it just creeps me out, especially with today's Me Too days. Well, you know, exactly. The first thing you think about is like it's rape. Like, yeah, exactly. No, I was thinking like, because we keep talking a lot in this program about being programmed. Um, and I feel like movies and, and media like TV shows do a good job of programming us and, and, and well, programming us in one way, but also do a good job of planting seeds in our mind about uh, things that are currently going on in this world, in my opinion. Or, or will come to fruition in the future. So it was always kind of interesting because I know that all of us talk a lot about how you be careful what you watch on TV, be careful how much you absorb and make sure you have to like really think or use your discernment muscle to make sure that you avoid some of the traps that we see out there when it comes to some movies and medias. For example, I, I mean, I think movies to me is a great propaganda tool for governments. And it just so happens we live in the United States, which is probably the number one country uh, when it comes to making movies and making uh, shows. And so if you think any kind of conspiracy, conspiratorial theory is like of government or deep state being involved and quote programming us, it'd be kind of creepy to know that they could potentially be uh, programming us to think one way or the other. And I know it's happened to me in the past where I'm like, whoa, whoa, why did I think that? Oh, I know why. It's because I've been watching this shit on TV. (laughs) (laughs) Well, the media media is just a tool used by the elite. It can be. It can be. It it, can be a tool in my opinion, but it also can be a tool in a good, positive and negative, depending. Of course, your product of your yeah, and, and I mean it's it's used as a way to inform, 
the public as well as mislead the public Absolutely. and control the public. So um, it's it's up to us to use our discernment on what's actually being used against us to control us and what's actually out there to inform us and to serve like our higher good and the good of all. Um, so I came across this article, which I'm actually going to link in the show notes for everyone. It was, uh, I found it on the village, uh, Vigil- vigilant citizen. And, um, I just want to, I'm just going to read a portion of it because it talks about what Michael just, um, discussed about, um, media being a propaganda tool. And, uh, Walter Littman, he's like a writer and two time Pulitzer prize winner. Uh, he, uh, he was claimed for, basically describing the general citizen as not intellectual or knowledgeable enough to be able to govern their own affairs and need some one world government to tell them what they need to do. And so it says in this article, and I'm going to read this, uh, mass media and propaganda are therefore tools that must be used by the elite to rule the public without physical coercion. One important concept Presented by Littman is the manufacture of consent, which is, in short, the manipulation of public opinion to accept the elite's agenda. It is Littman's opinion that the general public is not qualified to reason and to decide on important issues. It is therefore important for the elite to decide for its own good and then sell those decisions to the masses. And um, he actually has a quote here where he, this is, he's actually said this in um, dude, public. Dude, that is like so what's happening right now it's i know amazing. i know it really is that like nails exactly what's happening outside there yeah so this is from walter Littman out of the public opinion uh and it's this is in quotes that the manufacture of consent is capable of great refinements no one i think denies the process by which public opinions arise is certainly no less intricate than it has appeared in these pages and the opportunities for manipulation open to anyone who understands the process are plain enough as a result of psychological research coupled with the modern means of communication, the practice of democracy has turned a corner. A revolution is taking place infinitely more significant than any shifting of an economic power. Under the impact of propaganda, not necessarily in the sinister meaning of the word alone, the old constants of our thinking have become variables. It is no longer possible, for example, to believe in the original dogma of democracy, that the knowledge needed for the management of human affairs comes up spontaneously from the human heart. Where we act on that theory, we expose ourselves to self-deception and to forms of persuasion that we cannot verify. It has been demonstrated that we cannot rely upon intuition, conscience, or the accidents of casual opinion if we are to deal with the world beyond our reach, unquote. So that's very interesting. Um, and, you know, just... <laughs> Walter Lippmann, just so everyone knows, he's a founding father of the Council of Foreign Relations. And on the Council of Foreign Relations include also David Rockefeller, Dick Cheney, Barack Obama, Hillary Clinton, mega church pastor Rick Warren, and other CEOs of major corporations like CBS, Nike, Coca-Cola, and Visa. So these are the people who are trying to manipulate the way we think uh, so that we agree with their one world agenda, so to speak. Um, and they have a lot of uh, sway and power because they own the corporations that own all the media for the, at least the corporate media. Only in that same article, I thought it was interesting that there's since 1983, the decline of how many companies own all the media venues, like from 50, it's down to five, just five companies that own all of the media venues in the world. 
That's just mind-blowing. Yeah, it, it really is. So, um, Brian, you've been kind of silent. What are your thoughts? He's just speechless. I, well, it's not that I'm speechless. I, uh, and I don't want to say I agree with, with what his quote said, but I, I don't, you know, we, we've, we've been bouncing this idea around for a couple of weeks before we recorded this and I don't see it. I don't see it at all. It doesn't affect me. I think this only works on stupid people. I mean, I, I, I don't mean to be a dick, but I, movies are entertainment. There's, there's absolutely for me, there is nothing more than I watch a TV show or I watch a movie. It's entertainment. And you know what I figured out? It's pretend. And I don't, I don't let it, it, it does not control my mind at all. My mind is in control of, by me and I make my own decisions and I'm not watching something saying, Oh my God, I need to go do this or I need to believe or think this way. And the Walter Littman, what, what you said, it sounds terrible. It's been done for hundreds and hundreds of years that the elite control the message to the masses. I lived in communist China. Communism, I, I think I, I even mentioned this one time, communism only works when the people are stupid and the message is controlled. So this idea only works because people are stupid. When people aren't stupid, the message doesn't work. I mean, we're talking about these things. We, you, you know, Nicole, you and Michael both mentioned using your discernment muscle. That's not stupidity. That's your intelligence. You're using your intelligence to say, hey, this is just entertainment or this is fake. This is not the real message. This is not real news. Whatever you're saying to yourself, that's your educated self talking and saying, I'm in control. I think, I th- so this idea, this concept I understand, only works. I understand what you're on. saying, Brian, but like, I, I, I'm not, I don't think we should be like talking about us specifically individually because it's kind of like what you feed your body makes a big difference. And what have we been eating for the last many years? If you were unaware of food and, and what kind of crap they put in, you're most likely eating a bunch of shit. It's the same thing with your mind. If you're unaware of what you're feeding your mind as far as media goes, you're going to wake up one day with a you know, warped warped mind that's basically has been programmed to use Nicole and Lisa's words. Now, now, hang on. Lisa and I have had this argument. And when I say argument, my, my wife and I do not fight at all. So when <laughs> I say argument, it's just kind of playful conversation. It's actually much like our conversations here on, on the podcast. And we've talked about this about food. We've watched some some documentaries about sugar and food. And and what you're saying is very similar to what Lisa has said about, you know, the if you watch the commercials, the commercials are all about shitty food. It's McDonald's and fast food and all these things. This is what the TV tells you is what you should be eating. Whose responsibility is it to consume knowledge and Do consume you, food? It is but, I, each of us individually. It is my responsibility to control what I put in my mind and in my body. So for you to say, oh, well, we have to be bigger and we have to help other people. No, it's their do you responsibility. Feel, do you feel like you're above be- average in intelligence? Yeah. So yes. that means you're above 50% of the population at the very least. So, yeah, We've I mean, so we're talking about like the majority of people probably 
aren't in your shoes right now when it comes to not only that i gotta say this too okay but this programming starts when you're a small child okay it's it's in the schools have dummied us down not only do the elite own the media but they own the government as well and and what we're taught in school so you know Brian and I have had this conversation and not everybody is exposed or has been blessed to be born into situations where, or maybe with, with higher intelligence or exposed to these ideas. So, you know, they've been surrounded by all sorts of programming, whether it be from television and radio, from schools, from generations of people who didn't, weren't taught these things who are going to doctors who are telling them, Oh yeah, this is what you need to do. It's coming from fucking everywhere from all sides. So but, yes, it's but, your responsibility, but how yes, hard is it? Every single time I ask you that question, whose responsibility we is all it? Know you that. It's mine. Okay. We all know well, that. It's but, the beaten wife's responsibility to get out of the marriage when she's getting plummeted. But there's lots, <laughs> there's lots of psychology and understanding around that of how hard it is to get out of these things. And at some point, it's your moral responsibility to say, you know what, I'm smart enough to know this is going on. And this just isn't right. It isn't right that we're being programmed this way. It isn't right that small children are being taught this and having to find ways to unprogram themselves and get out of this after years of it. It's still wrong is the is the thing. So that I, I want to inject, interject here and give Brian a quote since he's so into quotes. This is actually one of my favorite quotes. Um, I found it when I was in my mid-20s and it's something that I've really kind of brought to heart in everything that I put forth in my life, especially with my own work. And it's from the Aga Khan. And he's the Aga Excuse Khan. Me? I don't know. That. Yeah. So listen, <laughs> there are those who enter the world in such poverty that they are deprived of both the means and the motivation to improve their lot. Unless these unfortunates can be touched with the spark which ignites the spirit of individual enterprise and determination, they will only sink back into renewed apathy, degradation, and despair. It is for us who are more fortunate to provide that spark. That's elitist. Uh, okay. Explain. <laughs> I don't know how uh, that's elitist. You, you just said it's it's our responsibility. We are more enlightened. We are better. I didn't say it's about enlightenment. I said some are, are, are brought into poverty. Some are born in countries where they don't have access to education. They don't have access to the uh, resources that we have that allow us to use our minds in ways that help us get to the place that we're at right now. And for us as a human collective, it's our job to assist them to to, to provide that spark. That quote sounded just like the Lewis Lippman one, and it sounded just like the the the. It, it basically is. I see what you're saying, yes, but in one oh, way, it's my responsibility to help the poor people. No, because oh. in one way they're saying it's it's I'm just going to control them to to carry out my agenda. Like they are not. Where in- what Nicole just read is saying. I'm going to help them so they can carry out their own agenda, so they can become yeah the spirit of individual so they can, enterprise. They're going to be more- Sorry, no. Nicole. Yeah. Freeing their soul, freeing their thinking so they can become free thinking people like you're talking about. To think your way. No, to think their own you're way. You're going to go to them and say, oh, look, don't listen to these people. 
listen to to my way of thinking. That's the, it's the same it's the same concept. You're just giving them a different message. So it's programming to be enlightened versus programming. No, to be it's controlled. not about programming. It's about providing a spark that ignites the soul that uh, that gives them some sort of determination and motivation to achieve better on their own. It's not control. There's a complete difference. I don't know how you don't see that. For someone it's, who's it's, not programmed, it's, it's I don't the know same. how you don't see that. There's more <laughs> unfortunate souls. They don't have access to what I have access with. So let them tell let me tell them what I learned. What is wrong? I, I, that's what I do. That, that's my whole work. I, I share I, everything I, I, that I've learned through my experiences. How is that a bad thing? I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I'm saying you're spreading your message. You're spreading something that somebody else doesn't necessarily know or believe. That's the same I, thing. Well, I, th- I think the uh, uh, this has kind of gone off a I know. different direction. Totally I totally has. <laughs> um. Because I was, you know, I was talking about the majority of the population, how we just got to be careful as a population, not as an individual. And I think what what I wanted to make sure to, if you're going to use that term program, I would love to program people to think on their own, think individually, like don't think like with the mass if you want to call it programming fine it's also called learning i mean just learn from from mistakes you can learn bad things and you can learn good things a good habit would actually use your brain and use your discernment before you actually sit there and absorb what you're looking at as as gospel and i think you have to also like bring it into perspective brian that the ruling elite their agenda is not for the betterment of humanity it's the betterment of themselves oh no i know i but when I your intention you comes to form the betterment of humanity, I don't see why that's considered like a bad thing. I'm not saying it's a bad thing. You're putting that word in my mouth. I never said that was a bad thing. All I'm saying is the concept is the same. It's the same concept of the the poor, unfortunate person that is uneducated. They don't have access to the same information that I have. I'm going to give them something okay yes you're right that what you guys are talking about is a very negative thing it's like i'm going to trick them into believing these things are good and you know i'm going to keep them sick you know we talked about this a lot you eat bad things you be sick and all i'm saying is it's the exact same idea to say hey i have access to this information i'm going to give it to you you're still taking advantage of this to of the situation is, is all i'm saying is we're saying they don't have access to it so somebody has to feed it to them Versus, we're saying we learned on our own. You know, which I, I don't awesome. feel like I, 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 I would disagree I, with you too on that. Yeah, I mean, I've learned. There's there's a lot of things where I felt like I learned incorrectly, uh, based off of things yeah. that I was watching. And I I don't consider myself a stupid person, so I don't like how we kind of like say we talk like this is only to happens to unintelligent people because this happens to yeah the most intelligent people, people too. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. and so I there's things that I have completely flip-flopped if you want to use that term or did 180 degrees as far as my beliefs and thinking from like let's say my mid-20s to now because I was inundated in my mid-20s and you know in watching a certain media and, and being with a certain crowd being in a certain type of bubble where it kept me kind of uh, contained and conformed and I, I, I just really my main goal today was like not really to say 
you know, it's more like just be careful with what you watch. But there's good things out there that you can watch too, and along with bad things. Yeah, like with anything, like with anything in this world, right? So, um, so did you have like any movies or shows in mind, Mike, that really like kind of popped into your mind that? Well, no, I mean, like we we can get into that kind of stuff. I have lots of things, but like. Like, uh, but I, you know, I could, I could think of the the bad shows that, that we've had. I mean, like those documentaries, you gotta be very careful with documentaries nowadays. Yeah. Holy crap. Documentaries can really, they're, they are so good at skewing you to a, uh, a point of view that you're like, why do I even believe this anymore? Or why did I believe blah, blah, blah before? And then like, well, I mean like the Al Gore one is like, the Al Gore one was one of the notorious ones. You know, it was it was horrible. And then like, you know, then then you get movies like The Day After Tomorrow where like literally the flag freezes in midair. And it's like, are you kidding me? Come on. But like this is what like the how people really or the in my opinion, the government or the elite, if you want to call it that way. I don't even like calling them the elite. You know, whoever was like really trying to push an agenda and an agenda that really was all about making money for government and politics. Yeah, I think it's I think it's fair to say it's the elite from their perspective. <laughs> exactly, yeah. exactly. And then like I even was watching uh, randomly a couple months ago, Indiana Jones and Temple of Doom. And I love it. I love Indiana Jones movies. I love almost all of them except for the last one when they talked about aliens. <laughs> <laughs> but um, the Temple of Doom one is when they like they saved a bunch of children from that cult. And I'm like thinking, this happens today. There's so many bad things happening out there with children, with slavery. And we are just we are just walking by the graveyard whistling, not even t- paying attention because I mean, it's it's everywhere. It's rampant in the world. And the uh, the celebrity that got caught, I can't remember her name. Uh, Nicole, maybe you could oh, help me out. Smallville, but a celebrity the that Smallville got, actress. Yeah, yeah. Um, she got caught yeah. in the child's or in a, in a sex slavery kind of thing. Yeah. I'm like, that's rampant. Then you go look at like what Hollywood does to, to kids. It's ridiculous. But like, I almost felt like even Indiana Jones... Like they were just dropping some hints like that. Like this is happening. There's a cults out there. There's cults that like have kids that are locked up in cages. And it's just like those are the type of things that I'm telling. Like I was thinking about when I originally had this idea for the podcast. But it can get a lot more notorious with uh, with um, you mean nefarious? movies and nefarious. Sorry, notorious. Nefarious with movies and TV shows. But there's also kind of interesting, especially TV shows are getting really interesting. And so what... Augie was talking about what you guys are talking about, how like like inner earthers are actually making us and they're walking amongst us. There's TV shows that that are like that without calling them inner earthers. And and it's just amazing that it's just like right in front of our eyes. And we're just kind of like la di da da It's drama. It's fiction. But if you guys actually believe it, I mean, they're pretty much saying it right on TV. Well, what was that TV show, Nicole, that you you introduced us to? You know, it's just people kind of, of Earth. People of Earth is kind of making fun of. They're making fun of that. That got dis- oh, that got that unfortunately got canceled. <gasps> Nicole, no, are you serious? Yeah, it got, yeah. Oh, got I was so looking forward to that uh, coming out this yeah. fall. Yeah, but like, but that's a great point, Brian, because that show, if you believe, I don't personally believe in that, but I know, like, maybe Nicole and Lisa might 
believe a little bit more in that. But like, it's very entertaining. And when you make something entertaining, even comical, it's easier to accept in life. Yeah. And, and well, so not only like, that, but what it becomes is people watch it and they're like, well, that's just fiction. It was just a TV show. That's not really happening. Exactly. That's how you, that's how this whole idea works is you present it as fiction. So you can just say it's fiction, but your whole point is, oh, we're going to, it's subversive. We're going to hide yeah. it's a hidden message. I mean, it has been done since the beginning of printed what was the first book? I mean, it has been done well, since the, the apparently the from what printing. I understand, the reason why Dan Brown was allowed to write what he was writing is because he was doing it under the guise of fiction. Um, but if ha he had not, sure. that probably would not have gotten published or he would have been met with lots of resistance trying to get it out. Yeah. I, for I forgot about his movies or books, I guess. Wait, you know, you were talking about documentaries like the, the Al Gore documentary and, and, but how do you know from a, just, you know, a fairly educated person, middle-class America, you think you're educated. How do you know what is fact and what is fiction going back to, you know, sort of the argument that, that Brian was making at the beginning and our side of it, <laughs> How do you know what's fact and fiction when you're being fed this bullshit? It's so easy for, and, and I would say that I'm sure Brian has I bought into. I don't even know what's fact and fiction. Well, I mean, it, 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 although he likes to believe that he hasn't, that he, you know, he isn't affected by these things. But, <laughs> you know, he absolutely has bought into some of this stuff, and we all have, but you don't know what you don't and know. And it's getting worse, Lisa. It's like even this past week with the, the little child on the Time magazine. Oh, my you gosh. Know, that, that whole thing blew up. and I don't know anything you know, about we, it. We literally do not watch well, any they, you, news, I mean, it's, so. it's quite crazy out there, and, and you're right. How do you know? Oh, maybe we actually should check multiple sources, not just one source. That would be probably the first key. And I think opinion. that's like the big thing well, is that we're taught to not question authority. And right now, mainstream media is considered an authority on many topics and subjects. And we're not taught to question it. Um, and when you do question it, you're branded as a conspiracy theorist. And then you're cast as... Um, well, we, you have five companies own everything. What did you say? <laughs> No, sorry, sorry what did you say? Well, five companies own everything. They own Time yeah. magazine. They own they own every magazine you're going to see when you're going but, through the grocery aisle. They, you know they may out. own everything, but there's I mean the, the the nice thing about the internet, an internet is a double-edged sword, good and bad. But the nice thing about the internet is it gives a lot more voices, a lot more things you can do to search out. And you, yeah, the and then you get to choose. If you're looking yeah, for Yeah, and you get to choose. You get to choose. The information isn't being suppressed like how they've done for eternity, whether it's now, like a thousand years ago, like whatever it is, it's always been whoever's the ruling elite controls what the public gets access to information wise. And so. But didn't they just. Well, they're trying to. The I know the uh, Europe is. Article 13. I yeah. it went into effect. Well, they're, they're definitely trying so, to do it like in major sites. Net neutrality. So when you do your search, you get fed what the oh, elite yeah. want you that, to see. That's yeah. true. So it's not, they've, they've 
managed to now well, take over you can, that. You can, you, can go to different, you can go through different browsers. You cannot yeah. use Google, <laughs> yeah. which I don't use Google. Or, I mean, you know, like, or YouTube or, or Facebook. I mean, all these things, they, you got peop, you got third-party companies that basically own the information that they're feeding yeah. to you. So, so you just got to keep researching, keep diving deeper. Don't just jump on the first article that's on, on the first page of the Google page, you know? I know, and we're so and, trained and, to just go on that one page and never go deeper. It's totally. Um, but yeah, I mean, you guys—if you guys are you, Lisa and Brian—if you're not watching what's going on out there, great. You're you're living in in a definitely a blissful state of mind. But like, for example, the news media, in my opinion, has gotten so out of hand, not because of Trump, but because they're competing with people going, you know what, screw the news. I'm actually going to go do my own research. I'm actually going to go online. And now they're trying to get more salacious type things going on to get people's attention back to the, you know, the 24 hour news, because most people are just going online for their news nowadays. And it's just, it's just out of hand in my yeah, opinion. And they're going to independent content creators, whether it's through their own websites, through YouTube, through whatever it is. They're seeking out people who don't have a corporate agenda backing them, and they're allowed to speak freely uh, their own thoughts and opinions. And again, that doesn't necessarily mean it's true, but at least you know that you're not getting some paid-for, uh, manipulated version. It's just someone's thoughts and ideas, and they're just putting it out there. You get to choose if you want to listen to it or not. Um, now, right. well, you know, it's so true, and I know it's why I stay away from the news, but something happens with Trump. You know, he changes some law or veto something or you know he does something and then everybody just goes up and well, arms that's just that's been for the last he gets two scoops I mean, instead of one right. <laughs> ice cream yeah. he doesn't even have to change no, a I mean, law it, he just has to order it, it's yeah it's comical he just he just needs to sit down in the, in the oval office and all of a sudden he's blamed for everything that's going wrong but like you know that's but that's kind of how we live with presidents now like i, I would i would never want to be president of the United States with what they have to go through now. We had that conversation. Today. Horrible. It's like, it's like it used to be an office that you, you know, as a child, you might potentially dream for. I, if my kid goes, I want to be president of the United States one day, I'd be like, let me talk you out of that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, being, being a, working at 7-Eleven is not so bad. You know, <laughs> come on. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, like anything but that. <laughs> Nothing wrong with working at a 7-Eleven. So what are some examples of some movies? So yeah, let's get back to the movies part. What were you thinking? Um, well, um, gosh, I had I had a few ideas um, in mind. Like, okay, I want not necessarily a movie, but a TV show, which I started watching late last year. And I totally binged on it and watched like all two seasons uh, within a matter of days. Was um, Stranger, Stranger Things. And um, yeah. that... Because you've watched that too, Michael, or at least a couple of the episodes, right? Yeah. 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 So Good I stuff. love Stranger Things. And it's all about back into like the 70s and 80s when there was an MK Ultra uh, project going on. I don't know why I'm having a brain fart right now on what it was called. Um, but they basically, this whole TV show is about that. But so it's kind of like they're disclosing truth to the public through this show, but doing it under the guise of fiction so that people know like this stuff is actually going on. But what I think what's even cooler beyond that aspect is that these kids are tapping into other dimensions and just watching them. 
I was like starting to understand like how they were moving from like the third dimension into the fourth dimension where they get lost and you know, like how they open up a portal to go into another dimension. And it's all through this TV show. And I'm like, this is so, so wild. And how like these negative entities and spirits come through this portal into the third dimension to wreak havoc on people's lives and control them and make them do things. And it's just, it's, I think, I think it's an amazing show. I think, and it's highly addictive. And I, the 80s nostalgia alone is enough reason to watch it. Uh, they yeah. do such a good yeah. job in how they uh, present it through that. But um, I think like that show, considering, you know, what we all talk about, I think is fantastic to have out there. And so many people love that show. It's got such great reviews. That show is a good, is a good show. And it, it's right online with what I was talking about earlier about like shows that just kind of like, speak out like maybe this is happening right now and one i was thinking of when you talk about that and I mean, you may not be familiar in is Westworld. yeah i haven't watched that? it but i know what you're talking about and west is, is you guys have seen it brian lisa lisa doesn't like it. okay well anyway it's I, a great show meaning like you got these sentient beings that are basically androids but they don't know they're androids they think they're actually like real humans and they're you know living like a, a programmed life over and over and over again so they have multiple deaths uh, and so they're being controlled and programmed by uh you know humans in this show but like people that are within the earth that come up and kind of just like play and toy with them and then all of a sudden they realize they can break out of this program and when they break out of this program they become like gods of their own world and it's like this is like yeah, speaks to me like what you guys always talk about like you know you're just trying to get out of that program you're right. trying to get to the next dimension and these guys get to the next dimension and all of a sudden they're they're communicating not with words but through th thoughts they're reprogramming each other it's just a, kind of an amazing thing and they just all of a sudden take over but like you know it's still season two so i don't know what's gonna happen in the future but it's just definitely like reminds me of of what you're referring to so why do you think they put out these type of shows that are actually, you know, showing the public what is truly going on and what is possible? Because like Nicole said earlier, you present something like this as fiction. Your mind says, this is make-believe, this cannot happen. And then you don't make the connection because you're not thinking, you're just being entertained. So you, yes, what you guys are describing, there is connect the dots and you'll get there. You can do this. You as an individual can look at your life and disconnect and ascend. But this is fiction. So also, I think it's just to prepare us. Because like, for example, I still don't necessarily believe in UFOs, but I'm as close as I've ever been in my life to believing in UFOs. But for how many years have we been seeing TV shows and documentaries and blah, blah, blah about UFOs? And now like the Pentagon's releasing stuff and you see flight pilots that pretty much don't know what they're looking at and multiple witnesses. And now you're thinking, oh, crap, maybe there is some truth to this. But like it's not as shocking because we've just have been ramped yeah, up true. towards it. We have been ramped up with it in mm -hmm. the media. Yeah, it definitely is there to prepare our psyche um to so that when it does happen like we're like oh yeah okay 
I knew that, even though I didn't know I knew that. <laughs> you know, like, right. It's like yeah. I suspected that. And instead of like all of a sudden it's just like, oh, yeah, there's UFOs and here's, you know, Alien John. I'm like, but what, then like, what? okay, so then that can even go on to like really, really nefarious things. Like what about that movie Hostel? Did any of you guys watch Hostel? Uh, remind me. That okay, so I didn't watch the majority of it because I can't. I would have nightmares for the rest of eternity. Yeah, okay. But it was like the it was like the girls or it was people um, who were traveling through Europe and would be abducted and put into like human trafficking. Oh yeah. yeah. Okay, so it's kind of like breaching the whole human trafficking thing, showing like though this is going on, but it's fiction. Oh, that's horrible. But it's going on. Yeah. That's really going on. It's, it might be a fiction, but that's like, that is actually happening yeah. today. It's like probably the number one worst thing Ugh, in the world, scary. in my opinion. That is, it's, it, yeah. And we are just like, we're worried about, you know, who eats at Chick-fil-A instead of crap like that. This is yeah, amazing. And, you know, problems, and yeah. I mean, so you have these concepts being introduced to us saying, oh, hey, then this is how they manufacture consent. So... You watch this movie, you're like, oh, the, oh, is this going on? Is it not going on? And they're basically saying, this is going on, but we're presenting it as fiction. Although that's, we're leaving that up for you to decide whether you believe it or not. And, and the same token, you don't like want to do anything about it. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're not like, oh, well, it was just a movie. I'm not going to really go out there and see if this is an actual cause I need to be bringing more attention to, or, uh, you know, are there really children and humans, um, adults being trafficked and sold uh, for whether it's sexual slavery, organ uh, donors, like that sort of stuff? Like, is that actually happening? And no one wants to think about the darkest, deepest, worst satanic type of, um, things happening no one wants to go there but i, I would you know, i would stress that it's not only happening but it's happening within yeah. blocks of where you live if you're listening to this podcast it's not like oh that just happens in eastern europe or something like that no it's happening in the u.s it's it, i i know i've met people that have gone through it and it is it's just so awful this is why the whole border thing was actually bigger than it is and just like uh, I guess we have to educate Lisa and, and Brian since they don't kind of pay attention. But like, uh, who gives a shit about what's going on in the world? <laughs> so not my I mean, reality. Yeah, so they, they make problem. it sound like okay, it's all about you know pulling kids away from family. But there's the biggest problem is the slave, the slave and human trafficking that's happening is a huge problem. And can you imagine going to the airport with someone like a, like a toddler on your hand, and the airport just says, yeah, okay, go on in. Have, they don't even check if the kid's yours or not. And, you know, that's what's going on at the at the, at the border is like there's so much human trafficking going on. And uh, one of my bigger accounts is in Trinidad, Tobago. And with the Venezuela having so much problem with their currency, human trafficking is huge down there now. It's just it's just so sad to see. And this is I, re- I really hope they keep coming up with good media that will actually well, keep talking yeah, about this because I, I don't think. No, and I think what one of the issues is with the whole border talk that's been going on this past week is that everyone's in outrage over these children being separated from their families. But they don't realize that it's for the majority, it's actually they're not with their families. They're actually being trafficked in and it's their human trafficking handlers and that they're getting separated from. So in in, in, and I'm not saying that's in all cases. 
Yeah. Even if it's the minority, That's- even if it's the minority, even if it's like five percent or one percent, it's like you do you understand what happens? You're selling someone for not just maybe sex slavery, but even for like human parts, like your organs and stuff like that. It's just it's horrendous yeah, when you think about it. Oh, anyway. And that whole border thing. I, I mean, I'm a lover. I don't want to take kids away from their parents, but if you're dumb enough to break the law and try to pass into a country with your kid and don't expect that maybe your kid's going to be taken from you, I mean, you're just, you know, you got to have a brain. Yeah. And you would have been fried on the media this yeah, week. Yeah, you would have. <laughs> <laughs> no, I knew I would have, but it just doesn't make any sense to me. Like we're, I I did watch a little bit of that actually. It's not like I watch absolutely zero news. Yeah. I watched a little bit of that, but it does. I don't know how you could escape you. it. Be honest with you guys, it's like I I, I would. I, it's just everywhere, yeah. everywhere your turns. They're talking about it. But but again, with anything, and that's what we're talking about. If whatever agenda they want to feed you that you know whether it you know it's just another anti-trump thing well, yeah, or whatever it this was so perfect is right after north north korea it, it was right after north korea and trump looking good and me is like no oh no it actually was even more than that the ig report out. came out and there were major oh, text that releases yeah, that came out in there that were very very um damaging and so the media was was told to that. start going with this immigration uh story narrative to deter people away from the ig report stuff so that's what it basically and this is what happens it's like you know we've talked about this on the show it's like oh watch my right hand so you don't see what my left hand's doing you know it's like that's the whole point of a magic trick you know it's like and, it, and we we do, I don't want to talk too much about the news too, but it has become I think like the number one entertainment media for for people in the United States. Like uh, the twenty four hour news channels is w- what a lot of adults now watch the majority of their time instead yeah, of TV shows and movies. So it, it's, my it's, it's huge out the there. World. What was Here's that, Brian? My recommendation for the world: read a book. <laughs> Well, yeah. I think it's actually, I, I, mean, I agree, but I also I do think about, it's important to keep up to date on what's going on, but you can keep up to date on things going on without getting pulled into like the the emotional roller coaster of the media that's out there right now. The general yeah. topics. Let, let me ask you this. This is directed at Nicole and Michael. What does it do for your life to stay up to date on all this bullshit because you guys are you're both like oh my god i can't believe they're saying this and i can't believe this is that what does it do for your individual life walking around on this planet to watch that stuff and and to to even be bothered by it because that is why i don't pay attention to it because it does not affect me in any way shape or form for what i'm trying to do with my own personal life i I, I can i can easily answer that is like i just have I just have empathy for humans. I actually do want to care for the whole human race as like as a whole. I feel like there's a lot of evil, evil assholes out there that need to be caught. And so what are you doing? What are you doing about catching them aside from watching the news? Besides what are you doing to catch them? If you're asking me like what I do daily, no, I don't do Yeah, you just said you wanna you wanna do something to catch them. So what are you doing? So basically, I like staying abreast of what's going on because I actually use what's going on to uh, inspire some of my topics in my videos. 
And uh, also what we talk about in this podcast sometimes, because I think it's important to, um, if you have people willing to listen to you, uh, that you can pass on another perspective of ways of looking at things. If people are constantly being bombarded with one perspective, then just by the simple fact of repetitiveness, people start to believe it, uh, whether they realize it or not. And so when you are actually taking part in putting out information and disseminating against the uh, the narrative, then not only are you helping to provide another way of um, informing people, um, but also you're, you're giving people an option to go elsewhere other than like the mainstream. And also... The other thing about that is, is that right now there's such a movement against suppressing uh, your ideas and thoughts and words that stray outside of the main narrative. And when you can actually speak out publicly, like I do on a YouTube channel and on this podcast, and I'll say what my opinions are, and I know not everyone will agree with them, and I'm okay with that. I'm not here to have everyone agree with me, but I think it's important that we all have our own voice. And when you display at least enough courage to speak your own truth, you give people permission slips to speak their own truth as well, whether it's an agreement with you or not. And I think that's really important to be putting that out there and to be leading by example. So for me, for me, that is how I answer your That's question because, uh, you know, for me, I, I like to play an active role in the human collective and the betterment of humanity. And that doesn't mean that I'm like better uh, than you, Brian, but for, to be perfectly honest, like what you're doing right now, you don't really need to. You know what I'm saying? Like you're working on this app and and so. Right, right, exactly. I think that's very different because you're – I, and I loved your your description. You're absolutely right. That is what your, I mean, your profession right now is. You're, I mean, you're a public person putting out information, and, I, and yeah, so you have to stay abreast of it. For what I'm doing, I'm inward looking, and you know, developing an app. But even if you, I but even if you're not a profession, like even if it's not part of your profession, like with Michael, like. Like, well, yeah, no, let me, because I, I, I agree with you, Nicole, and I've had many conversations with people just because of, and, not, and I don't sit there and act like I'm, I'm a know-it-all or I'm certain that I'm right, but I've make people go, man, I've never even thought of it that way. And like having One those person, type of conversations where people are like, are so like, you know, uh, they dive on, you know, the, the dump Trump train or they dive on this. And it's not, even, I'm not even talking about like necessarily Trump. I'm just talking about like, like uh, things are happening in the world. They're like, whoa, I never even thought of it that way. If you can spread, like what Nicole said, a current against the narrative, that's what matters. And I, you know, I may not be the most public voiced speaker out there and I may not have the power or influence or capital to make huge changes in the world, but I sure as hell will do whatever I can in my, in my little life that I can. Yeah, and I mean, all it takes is one person it becomes a domino effect. That person then talks to another person that talks to another person that talks. You, you just, you can't ever minimize your own individual efforts, uh, whether how small scale it seems or large scale, because every person is important. And so I think I, that's why I think it's important to stay abreast of what's going on. But at the same time, I do recognize that if you're not careful and you're not really responsible with the types of 
outlets you're using to inform yourself with, you can have your energy manipulated uh, by having your emotions being taken on a roller coaster that can really put you in a huge funk for a day and take you from feeling like you wake up feeling pretty good. And then all of a sudden, like by lunchtime, you're like, why do I feel so shit and angry and arguing with people? And like, why, why is that happening? And, and that could totally be a result of you just like could have like, you know, some news station in the background. So, you know, that's been playing maybe on the office radio or I don't know something. And that's an interesting point because that probably happens a lot. You don't even realize. And that's part of the programming. That that's where we say. Yeah, that's what that's what we we're talking about today. Yeah. Right? It's like you don't even realize. Well, you, you know, I, I, I had this mental picture and I, and I, I just want to describe it because it, I think it makes a lot of sense because it's, it's, it's a physical represent, representation of what you were just describing. So picture, picture a stream, small river, or big river, it doesn't matter, but you know, a, a rock bottom and and one person throws a rock into that into that river and that's not going to do anything but a thousand people a million people 10 million people 100 million people throw one just one rock into it you're going to change the course of that you're going to river. build up an area and you're going to, you're going to shift it and i think that's that was what was going through my mind while you were describing you know, and even you might goes like, I don't know if I can do anything. You're, you know, you're that one, you're one person throwing one rock in. Right. But if enough people say something, if enough people throw that, that rock into the, into the stream, it's going to change. Well, I think there's a big, and it's like, sorry, Lisa, I just want to like really quickly on that one. It's like that movie. What's it called with the ants? Um, the, 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 the cartoon ants movie, light. uh, yeah. And they're like, but if we all rise up, you know, like it's that whole ant mentality. Like you don't realize how much power you have when you come together as like, um, you know, it's like that one ruler thinks they have all the power, but really it's a programmed thought into our minds and our subconscious to think that they actually have the power over us. But if we were to all rise up against that one power, then we all can change everything. And they really country was founded. Yeah. It's like the Wizard of Oz. Right? The guy behind the curtain. You think he's got all this power, but then you pull the curtain and you're like, oh, you're just a dude. <laughs> you know, like with some like voice thing that makes your voice sound like all different. Sorry, Lisa, I didn't mean to interrupt no, you. No, you're no worries. I, I was just gonna say that, you know, watching the media with that type of thinking, you know, you're using your discernment muscle when you when it's on. And you, and, and I do the same thing. I just choose not to pay attention that much. I you know, if I, if there's kind of a big topic going on, I might have a glance to just get to know like what the topic is, but I just don't want to really delve into it. And I don't want to hear the arguments about it. Um, but I do use it as, oh, maybe I should be informed about this particular thing, but I kind of wait and let it come to me. I don't seek it out because I know that if it's something that I need to be aware of, it's going to find its way into my life sort of thing. But I think when you're if you're just turned off and you're allowing this information to seep into you, you don't know that you need to have your discernment muscle on right. because it's on in the background. Yeah. That I just think Very- that's what's important is to always have your discernment muscle on when it comes to any type of news that's being fed to you. Even whether it's, you know, you're watching a movie or a TV show or it's commercials that you're watching or, you know, you're in the checkout line at the grocery store and you're looking at what's on the cover of the most you know, popular magazines and 
and just using your discernment muscle all the time, I think is the most important thing. Yeah, absolutely. So I had a couple other movies that I wanted to share, like that I thought were um, kind of pertinent to this topic. So uh, one of them was, um, do you guys remember, I think it came out in the 90s, the movie Conspiracy Theory with Mel Love Gibson? It. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Mel Gibson? And that's what you guys live like yeah. every day. Well, let's talk about that for a second because, you know, like at, in the end of it all, wasn't he correct? Wasn't he right? There was yep. some stuff going on. He was being having trying to have his mind manipulated and, and make him crazy. So they're kind of like in that movie disclosing the public to the fact that our minds, they do have this technology to screw with your head or like even if it's through torture. And um, it, but it's always the crazy person. And yeah. so, you know, it, you, you right there, they're telling you crazy people are conspiracy theorists. Yeah. Like right there, you're being programmed. The Isn't whole it movie. like Stranger Things? I think you said you like, you know, that movie because that whole project or whatever the name of it is, I can't remember where they, it's like the Jason Bourne movies. But that yeah. is thing that's going on, that they've programmed people and well, used them. I, I mean, that is one theory about the school shootings and that the crazy people are being used to carry out this agenda for gun control. And, and there's been loads of movies and books for that matter even like big brother overstepping everything and watching us in all detail and like that i i didn't believe at the beginning but i definitely believe it nowadays uh you know especially when i'm randomly talking about something my phone's sitting there and all of a sudden i have ads that come out about the random topic i was talking about and like i didn't even touch my phone yet my phone's listening to me i know it for sure and it's like, so I, you see a lot of that in, in the, the movies nowadays too, but it's like, I know that's happening. Anyway, that was it. <laughs> I, yeah. Like, even like, I remember, I remember seeing Nicole's laptop a long time ago when she lived back in Grand Cayman. I'm like, why the hell do you have this piece of tape over the camera? She's like, you never know who's going to be watching. <laughs> like, and I'm like, sitting there like rolling my eyes like, okay, Nicole. Like, no, okay, now it's starting to make sense. Yeah, I just want to say my brother who works for the government does it as well. <laughs> my, and my brother as well. <laughs> who also works for the government, yeah. Who also works for the government. So yeah. I, uh, one of my clients does that. Plus he tapes his mic when he's not using his computer, Jeez. like to actually using the microphone. I just don't feel like I'm not. And this is, the, this is the bad way of thinking. I know it and know it is, but I'm like, I'm boring. I wouldn't care if they're watching me or listening to me. So I don't care. But I, I understand that's a horrible way of thinking because if the whole population thought that then really bad things would happen i used to program called they get yeah they get into your mind they know exactly the way you think they know exactly like what you're doing and so there's so many like just imagine what someone with the wrong kind of power could do with that kind of information right so um okay so then the uh, another one that i wanted to talk about was eyes wide shut yeah because that movie really speaks to the corruption of the elite, their sexual appetites. The and Hollywood elite. The, <laughs> yeah, the Hollywood elite, but also like political elites and, and, and all of that. Yeah. Uh, financial elite. The dog is a, is a funny version of that. I haven't seen that one. Yeah, that's a good one. It's, I, it's, I can't remember the details of that, but I think you're talking about great, It's a great movie. You know, it's probably 80s or 90s. It's about the president. You know, he does something stupid. He's, you know, caught up in something and they make a fake war to distract the world from the real, the real news. 
Yep, that's happening. Awesome. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a it's a it's a comedy. It's about a satire it. of like what sadly is probably happening in real life. Yeah, no, it's actually very. Yeah, and that's actually like think about that. You get to use humor to get people okay with it, but at the same time, it's hubris because there's on some level people know it's happening. Right, it wouldn't be or as funny. Or, yeah, saying, or they're using humor to let people know this is actually happening. They're yeah. just slowly into it. Definitely. And then, of course, like, sorry, Lisa. Just not enough people know. I mean, so many people are still, you know, buying into this, into politics and and what the narratives being fed to them throughout the news of what's going on, and you know, twisting the things that are really going on and getting up in arms, like. I can't really get away from the news because I, I get on Facebook, which oh, yeah. reluctantly I get on Facebook and then I see, you know, people up in arms over things that are going on. That's partly why I know some things. And I'm like, really? Like, do you really think that this is what's happening? Probably not. Solution to that problem? I deleted my Facebook last week. I don't go to Facebook. <sighs> I honestly would if I didn't, if I wasn't. I know you need to, Nicole, with the, with the podcast and stuff, but I, I just, I was done with it. I'm like, you know what? Over. <laughs> and, um, it, and it's, I would short that stock in my opinion, because it's a trend that's happening. A lot of people are deleting out of the Facebook. Oh yeah, definitely. Well, a lot of people is, it would, it's kind of the same idea of the, the river and the, you know, throwing the rocks in the river. There are so many people on Facebook. Yeah. It's going to take a while. Yeah, I mean, but look, it's, at, look at look at like Starbucks is closing stores yeah. now. Finally, it's, it's like a hundred hundred stores or yeah. something. Yeah, and they were they were always known for like opening like a thousand stores a month or whatever. But now it's like the the trend is going the opposite direction. Well, that's because people so, finally realize they're poison. They're poisonous. Well, <laughs> there's that. I don't know if it's that. But it, then there's the uh, the businesses are getting really political. Like, look at the red hen that just came out. <laughs> oh yeah, I don't think I don't think Lisa and Brian probably know about that no. since they're not paying attention. No idea. No. What's that? Oh, this is actually in funny, sad but funny. Go ahead, Michael. Oh, is it, uh, was it Sarah Sanders Huckabee? Yeah. Is that her name? Yeah. So she's the spokes. She's the the spokesperson for the president. So she's the one that answers all the the questions from the press. And so she went to a restaurant in Virginia called the Red Hen. And, you know, the owner came out and said, nope, we're not serving you and kicked her out, basically. Well, they, and, they kicked her out because some employees who are gay were offended by her being there and called the owner. The owner wasn't even at the store or at the restaurant. The owner came in and and kicked them and out, kicked them out because yeah, and, and her employees were offended and she didn't want her employees to be offended. I, that's that's their narrative. I think it's just it's super. Uh, yeah, I, that's, the that's the narrative they're telling us. Yeah. But so anyway, <laughs> it goes back to like you know these guys got kicked out, and then it's it's ironic because they just had a Supreme Court hearing about uh, the 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 people that were making wedding cakes did not want to make a wedding cake for a gay couple, and yeah, yeah and so like you know they denied that, and it's like okay. It's the, it kind of just shows the hypocrisy of what people are out there. But anyway, why did we talk about the red hen? Oh, because yeah. it's just because of how you, things are getting so political. You just said something about Starbucks yeah. that it's not only. Yeah, it, yeah it's getting, things are getting political and people are actually so up in arms because we live in such a volatile, 
uh, uh, feeling of, of if you're on that team, get away from me. And if you're, your store or restaurant is sponsoring that team, I'm not shopping there. I'm boycotting you. Yeah. And it's getting very heavy like that. And I don't believe in that kind of stuff. I think that's a ridiculous way of thinking and acting. Um, but it's happening. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we're in crazy times. It's definitely chaos. Also, we got, you know, and then we got the the, the Russian influence of just the, they're, God, we must, okay. we, we must be such a laughing stock. We must be such a laughing stock to so, Russia because they are just playing us. So we so can speak well. to that. Michael and I are, were, well, we were, I don't think we are as much anymore. We were big fans of the TV show, uh, The Good Fight, which was a spinoff of The Good Wife. Oh, I couldn't. I, I, I know. I and I was looking so forward to watching that show this season. And all they kept doing was running this Russian narrative and the sex tape thing with Trump. And I'm like, OK, if you were going to show both sides of the narrative, and that doesn't have to be equally. I always get there's always going to be sides that will go more left or more right. You know, like that's fine. But it was just so now when you when you start to become aware of how they try to program you to believe things just through the repetition, just simply through repetition. I was like watching the show. I'm like, oh, my God. And you actually I looked at a lot of the comments on the show and they're losing a lot of viewers because they're doing this. And people are just complaining like, OK, enough with this. Like no one wants to hear about it anymore. And um, it's just another show that is pushing a political agenda uh, without really like offering much more of the other side. So it becomes obvious that we're. And to, and to be fair, I mean, we, cause, cause both me and Nicole sound like we're super <laughs> conservative, which is, you know, I, I definitely lean on the conservative side, but if it was happening, like, like during like the Obama years where I, I wasn't a big fan of Obama, but if there was a TV show that I liked and they just kept harping on Obama um, left and right, I would yeah, get turned no, off yeah, on exactly. it as well. I mean, no one wants to have certain ideals pushed upon them constantly. I like I like variation. And I like to I'd like to have my mind opened, you know, show me something I'm not used to seeing. Ugh, don't see that much anymore, you know? Well, if you're going to be manufacturing, you know, consent at least be more it's well that's the thing wouldn't you agree michael that it's becoming less and less covert (laughs) so oh there is so direct well that's what the that's the whole joke of the media is right now is like the news media it didn't even have any like like there is so biased and they don't even care it's like they're not even trying to play both sides anymore they're just like yep we hate that guy we're trying to do anything and everything to destroy that guy and you know it's just they don't even care anymore uh lisa brian did you guys have any more like tv shows or movies from back in the day that you want to talk about um i don't watch enough movies to really (laughs) know and i you know one of the reasons honestly i don't really like to watch tv or movies is is because of these narratives and it's just it just annoys me i just i get annoyed by it i know that some people buy into this stuff and they get all um I don't know, excited about it. I just don't. I've never I've never been one really to even be entertained by movies and TV very what much. What about um Ask Brian. He tries to find movies I like book, all the time. Books can do the same thing though, when you think about it. Books can be very popular. Oh books absolutely well. do how, the same thing. That's how it started. That was my point about saying look at the first book ever printed. I mean it's there's there's hidden messages in, in everything and, and mm-hmm. you know, it goes on the other side. There, there's always talk about you know, when movies come out and, you know, it's a hidden Christian message, 
um, you know, that was really common in the, in what the 2000s or maybe it was the teens, you know, you look at Narnia, you know, that's, that's about Jesus. Uh, one well, that wasn't necessarily hidden. I mean, the author was like super. No, no, that, 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 that was yeah. part of books. But there's. You I can, remember you can find what you want in anything. I guess that's my point. You can look at, you can watch a movie and see a hidden, you know, subplot there or you know, agenda that may or may not be there. Um, you know you. It's, it's not necessarily that did a director or producer, you know, put something in there, but you can, you can find it. I like nonfiction. So. I know. How, how, do, you know non, how do you know it's nonfiction? <laughs> <laughs> I prefer non, I've always been that way. I've just, I prefer reading stuff that's nonfiction. And, and it's not so much the agendas that bother me about television. It's more just watching egos. It's just all about, the egos with each other. And it's, I guess that's, what's annoying to me because I, I know that it is just the ego and I don't find it entertaining. I find yeah. it annoying. Yeah, no, I totally get that. Um, and, and for me, it's strictly entertainment. I can look at something and just, if you're entertained by it, I can completely just disconnect and watch it and you're like, okay, this is all pretend and make believe. I don't see a hidden message. I don't, I don't, it's just like, entertain me. You got me for an hour and a half. Go. Okay. Done. Wouldn't you then be the ideal well, person if, if, that if you're, you're if, selling to? <laughs> I was going to say, if you're, if you're, if you're paying attention to what Nicole and Lisa always say, subconscious yeah. is very powerful. So maybe your subconscious is listening and learning. Well, of course you're, you can't, that's why I said, regardless of whether he thinks he's being affected by it, you absolutely are. You're, you're getting these subliminal messages and if the more and more you watch this stuff and the more it's fed to you it's it is affecting you on some level if you let it you have to then let it you how much control you have on a subconscious brian's different than all of us <laughs> i don't know like okay if you if you believe anything on the even if you just go on the on what they talk about and, and i'm gonna just you know be defending nicole and lisa for once if you are actually even going on anything when they talk about like vibrations and knowing that certain vibrations are good exactly. and get you in a positive mood and there's certain vibrations that are not good and and i think nicole you said like the, the 24-hour news channels are yeah. not a good vibration like they're on a certain megahertz yeah. or whatever that's not good for you and movies that have a lot of like killing and a lot of violence in them a lot of the time i just i don't want to watch them not necessarily because i wouldn't be entertained by it but i just don't want to bring myself into that level of vibration i'm just it's not a happy thing to have people be murdered and deceived and you know watching arguments and just stupidity i don't well, want to subject that was like that. I don't. I don't mind violence when this when the plot and is good and the thriller. But like like when you just have like like the uh, violent porn type movies, like like Hostile is one of them. Mm -hmm. Like Saw, those type of movies. It's just like no, no, get this away from me. I don't need to see this. Yeah, I to this day, this I, I just am. I don't get the allure why people like want to be like sitting in front of a screen that is murdering people in a bloody bath of gore and screaming and fear, like to the yin yang. Like, I just don't get it. Um, yeah. And look at video games, like the, the things that we, the most popular games and the things that 
parents allow their children to to play and what that's doing to their subconscious mind like you're well there was just a video game that came out this year about you're a you're a school shooter you're a high school kid and you oh, yeah. And yeah. oh my gosh but you also could you you could also yeah. play the, the, came out the right after that last school shooting you could also video. play the hero, the, the hero teacher or cop that goes to school too. Why would you? Yeah, but he's to, right. Why yeah. would you want to go there? Yeah, because you're just teaching program. You know, that's to me. I could I could understand how that's programming. Okay, well, I want to finish off on like a happy note. <laughs> um, you brought up on our last podcast, Michael, the show uh, "What Dreams May Come" mm-hmm. of uh, with Robert um, Robin Williams. Robin Williams. Mm-hmm. You know, and that is also one of those movies that kind of such an ironic, the mind. such an ironic movie went with what Robin Williams, you know, committing suicide and stuff. So ironic. Yeah, and I mean, and given what we're now, that's coming out to light, anyways, with Hollywood. But um, I don't want to go down that road. Uh, like, but just that movie in itself, I find was just so beautiful, but really mind expanding on what's reality, what's not. Can you really move into that dimension where? The, our loved ones who've passed on are can we communicate with them and are they trying to communicate with us and i just thought that was a great movie and and it was very well done i love that that movie got so much crap when it first came out but i loved it when i from a long time ago and still like it today yeah i actually didn't know about that movie until a year ago and then i read on i read on someone's blog or someone talked about that movie and and i was like oh i'm going to go i'm going to go watch that and oh, you know what? Actually, it came in. It came in through a channeling. <laughs> Someone had brought it up in a channeling, and so I'm like, oh, okay, like let, let let me go um look at that movie. And I was actually really impressed with it. I I thought it was beautiful. But um, I have so many more examples. But you know, obviously, we have an yeah, hour and a half time. But, like, there's so many out there. That's why. That's what I love about this topic. Every you can name pretty much every movie. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. You know, you're you're right. But like there's but talking more on the spiritual side, like if we if we turned it right back around on the spiritual side, there's a lot of movies too that like subcon not subconsciously, like indirectly talk a lot about spirituality without being too foo foo. <laughs> <laughs> you mean woo woo. Woo woo, there we go, yeah. Well, Michael, just you don't have to talk about them, but name 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 the movies. Uh the um this is gonna sound corny. And I'm going to just name this movie, but the, the, I got to give backstory. The backstory is I had to watch this a thousand times with my little sister, little sisters, because back then it was VHS tapes and that was the only VHS tape that would work. And my sisters would watch it over and over and over again. But My Little Princess, <laughs> if you actually go back and watch it, it's so about like the imagination of children and how you can go into a different realm. Uh, and it's so what you guys talk about, especially with kids and stuff like that. And it's just, it's just, and it's such a good movie. Actually, it really is. Uh, but like that, that was the one I was on the top of my head as far as like, kind of like, I'd never even thought after watching that so many times when I was a kid, how much it relates to what we talk about on this podcast. My little princess. <laughs> yeah. Uh, make sure, let me make sure I got that right before we tell it to the audience. It's not the princess, not, you know, the princess one from the 80s. It's not the, the princess uh, bride. Yeah, no, not that one. Because that's an awesome movie. Love that movie. I know. Shrek. I was going to say. No, it's not, not, 
now there's too many My Little Princess movies out there. I'm going to have to figure out the right one because now there's a, like, I, this is ridiculous. Well, Michael, you can find out and I'll tell me and I'll put it in the show notes <laughs> for all those listeners who want to take a look at. There's a, there's a TV show called My Little Princess. Okay. Disregard that to the audience. I'll come up with the right, whatever it is. <laughs> for all of you who want to go back to Michael's childhood and see what he watched over and over and over. Yeah. It's not, it's not the Asian show, episode one through 10 or whatever. It's that. <laughs> I had to watch Barney over and over and over again, but I'm not sure that. I think that yeah. would be a that that's sub, subconscious programming in a bad way. I have swear. I always get, I always got creeped out looking at Barney. So uh, this is a good this is a good show. I'm glad that we talked about this. It was a lot of fun. And uh, to our audience uh, members, if you have like movies and and insight into the movies and what you think is a way that they've used them to kind of program us to think certain ways or maybe open our minds to things that are happening going on around us that we aren't aware of, uh, send them into our email, info at enlightenup.us. We'd love to hear from you. And um, if if you're okay with it, we'll read them on the show. And Uh, and Nicole, I'm going to interject. A Little Princess, 1995. Oh. 1995? Yeah, A Little Princess. Hold on a second. How old were you? I don't know. I was like 18, 17. Oh my gosh. How old were your sisters? 17. Like my sister, my youngest sister was 11 years younger than me. So she's like four or five. Oh, okay. Well, that makes sense. Okay. You're forgiven. (laughs) Still though. I was a a cool, studly 17-year-old guy going to an all-boys school watching A Little Princess. All right, everyone. Thanks for uh, joining us this week. Uh, We will be back again next week. We've got fantastic guests lined up for you uh, coming up in July. So stick around for some really fun episodes coming out your way. And uh, thanks, guys, for being on. Uh, I love talking to you all and uh, having these discussions. Thanks, everyone. Bye. 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 Bye.